All right, guys. Hey, what is up? It is Chris, and that is Mike over there. Hey, guys. So we, this week, are going to give relationship advice. I don't know if I'm really fit to give this advice, but we're going to give it a shot. <laughs> you know, I don't think you're fit to give it either. I just kind of wanted to talk to you about it. Hey, I mean, you know, after nine years of being together with the same lovely woman, I got some kind of advice. It may not be good advice. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, you you yeah. you've dealt with like long distance. You've dealt with um, oh yeah, That's you know true. all that stuff. So and you've been together. What would you say? Nine, ten years? Nine years. Nine uh, years. It's actually a month and a day. We'll be married. Uh, nine years. Oh wow! Happy early anniversary. Because yeah. I probably won't remember. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I went through this like weird phase. Like it was after I turned eighteen. I was in I was in a serious relationship for a while and then that broke off and then I got into another serious relationship and then I broke that off and then right after that like after that started it seems like I I can't remember the name of that fucking movie but it was like every single like person that I dated after that they found like their their true love or like their next one you know what I mean Oh good luck Chuck yeah, good yeah. luck, Chuck. So I, I literally went through a phase where, like, well, like with Mariah, which was kind of weird because I found out she was cheating on me, and then I found out later that she went gay. So, I mean, I'm not against that, but I don't like to feel like I was the one that, like, caused her to go that way, you know what I mean? Um, and then, like, Caitlin, like, the next person after me, she got married. There is another chick, and she got married and, got like, had kids. And so it was wow. like I was, like, the last one for all these people. So, I kind of had a weird run like that. I, I didn't, like, um, I didn't, I didn't, I guess. Um, Yeah. Because I had, I had a similar situation in high school. I did this girl. And granted, it only lasted for like three weeks. uh, Because that's what a high school relationship is supposed to be. It's only supposed to be really short term, I guess. That's my, (laughs) that's. That's my justification for never having a long, long-term relationship when I was in high school. Is that yeah. they're only supposed to last a, l- a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I swore up and down she was cheating on me, and she uh, she said that she wasn't, and then she magically was now uh, with a girl, and oh, they've been together ever since. And so I've gone through the same thing, and uh, I called myself a spatula because I flipped her over to the other side. Uh, <laughs> Um, I don't I think mean, I'd ever want to be called a spatula for any reason. It, but it's <laughs> funny because if you think about it, you it it made me like it made me kind of go like, "Damn, that was that me?" But I mean, no, you totally you totally feel responsible. Like if anyone, you know, if they're they're the next, it's kind of like, "Oh, well, it had to be something that I did that you know caused them to change their gender preference." Like I said, I'm totally all for it. I mean, she's happy now, but it was like. For the exactly. longest time, I, mean, I was just like, did I cause that? Like, what did I do? Was I, like, was I too feminine in my relationship? I mean, was I too sentiment? Like, is there, like, overbearing flaws that I need to know about? Or, I mean, shit, you, especially at the, when you're in high school, in that age, you don't, you're still exploring yourself. Yeah. Because that's what, that's what, like, everybody says, you know, during your college years, you know, 18, 22, um, that's when you're supposed to really find who you really are. And she just found herself a little earlier. And that's, I mean, 
at first I was like, what the fuck did I, did I do that? But at the same time, you can't really be, I guess, mad because shit, it was three weeks. I was in a relationship with her for three weeks. Um, but then every other relationship that I was in. Yeah. That's a crying baby. <laughs> every relationship that, uh, I was in after that long or short, I don't think any of them, I never kept in contact with them. So I never knew if they were still in, if they got into a new relationship or anything. Yeah. So I've only really had the one, the one experience that kind of matches with you because I was never really a good luck Chuck kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't, actually, I didn't think I was, that you were, were. Oh, thanks. Asshole. <laughs> uh, what's actually funny is I had a, a scenario where I, I apparently did the exact opposite. I just ruined someone's life. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it, it's weird because I was a sophomore in high school. So, um, I had just moved down to that area the previous year. So I didn't really know a whole hell of a lot of people in my sophomore years when I started really making, uh, a lot of friends that were close by to my house. Yeah. And I went to this party and I think it was for Halloween or some shit. And I went to this party and I was hanging out with everybody. And this one girl, they introduced me to her because I guess they were, uh, she was the next door neighbor to the guy who was having the party. One of my friends at the time. Yeah. And she goes, I know who you are. I'm like that. Okay. And she goes, you, you're in Spanish class at this time. I was like, yeah. And she's like, I, I'm in that class too. I was like, good for you and i kind of walked away and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck nice it was really weird and like <laughs> I, I must be that oblivious okay nice to meet you and i walked away and um later on during the party one of my friends decided that he was going to try to ask that girl out and she walks up or he walks up to her and goes hey can i ask uh, or do you want to go out with me and she goes no Oh, I'm sorry. And so, like, I tried to feel like, oh, man, I could be a good friend. And, you know, like, solidarity. She's going to turn me down, too. Yeah. So if I just ask her out, you know, everything will be fine. So I go, you want to go out with me? Like, almost right after he got turned down. And she goes, yeah. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Uh, Sorry, bro. This didn't go as planned. Yeah. And I'm like, do you want to you change your mind? Because I don't really know you. Um, no, 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 I want to go out with you. We were together like two weeks. Yeah. Cause that's how relationships go for me in high school. Yeah. There um, was this one period. see a current trend. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was one period where it was in Minot, like right before I moved to Las Vegas, there was, um, there was a girl that I had dated and, um, and like she the like you know the way that like it broke off was like she was like in the process of like quote unquote like moving out of her ex's house but then oh yeah 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 i yeah, remember yeah her. it turns out like not happening at all and then she just stopped talking to me so then it was like every guy's worst fears like okay she's been cheating on me so um and then having been cheated on before for whatever reason cuz i'm a fantastic boyfriend um mm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> right um, no, it just kind of does a lot to like a person. And I don't think that like, I mean, having it done to me first, um, 
you know, kind of sets a tone to where it's just like, I would never do that to someone because I know what it did to me, you know? Well, so, yeah. But this girl, okay, so the girl that I was telling you about, because um, there's more to this story because I didn't ruin her life then. I ruined her life apparently at the end of our two-week relationship. Oh, two weeks. Because... You ruined her life in two weeks. That's a world record. Yeah, I mean, actually, <laughs> apparently, I only ruined it in like a day because she... You just sort of set the tone. So she... Yeah. So she goes and says, hey, um, I think we should break up because I'm never around and blah, 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 and it's not fair to you. And I'm like... Yeah, but that's your fault. I mean, I'm, I'm like, that's really presumptuous to tell me what is fair to me, but okay, whatever, I guess. And then that same day I got grounded because I I get grounded quite a bit. My dad kept me grounded for a year at one point. And I I get back to school the following Monday. And all of our friends are like, you're an asshole, blah, blah, blah. You should suck. You fucking asshole, blah, blah, I'm like, what the fuck did I do? She's like, they're like, you know what you <laughs> did, you fucking liar. And this is one of those points in anybody's life when somebody tells you you know what you did and you absolutely have you absolutely have no idea what you did now you start going through your head and shit and i'm like oh fuck what what did i do yeah and then she then my ex finally walks up and says i can't believe you would do that and i'm like can can we go over what exactly i did like i and I need to be filled in on the situation. She's like, you told people that I went down on you. And I'm like, wait, whoa, no, no, I didn't. And <laughs> what, what does that even mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, no, I, I didn't. And she's like, yes, you did. You're a fucking liar. And I'm like, I was grounded all fucking weekend. I don't even have a cell phone. I don't have a computer. What, what do you want me to do? Yeah. How am I supposed to tell people when I'm stuck in my house? Yeah, right, blah, blah, blah. And so she then, I was like, you know what, go fuck yourself. And I got pissed off. And she went and told my counselor that I was going to, quote, unquote, hurt myself. Oh. Well, don't so, do that. Well, it was two weeks. I didn't give a shit. But apparently this was her way of getting back at me. So I spent about four hours in my counselor's office trying yeah. to convince her that I didn't want to kill myself. And it ended up turning around to where towards the last like hour, I was like, you know what? I do want to kill myself and I'm going to use your stapler and I'm going to shove it through my eye. And I was like, I, <laughs> I was, I was pissed. I was like, look, I'm fat. You just took my, or you just took my entire lunch away and lunch is over. So I can't eat today. I'm fucking hungry. And I've missed four of my classes. Can I please just go back to class? So I had to finally go back to class. And no shit, the class I get back into is my Spanish class. With the class that she's in? Exactly. Oh and my God. so I get there like two, minute, two or three minutes before she does. And a couple of the people that are in my other classes that I wasn't in come over and they're like dude what where were you like you were in gym but you weren't at this class blah 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 and i'm like dude you don't even understand and like and she you walked, don't, and you don't like, know what i've been through and so like she walks in and i just point out i point at her i'm like that bitch and i'm like <laughs> I start cussing her out I'm like <laughs> she blah 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 and this and that and i was so fucking mad and like 
long story short, she ends up like, I think she finished out the semester and then she moved and transferred schools and shit. Like that would do she, it. Yeah. And, and then she said like, I, apparently I ruined her life. All of her friends that, that got a, like her best friend realized after like a couple of months that I never did that. So she wasn't as pissed off at me anymore. Like she had no reason to be mad. And she was just like, look, I'm sorry. All this happened, blah, 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 blah. And then I had left for the military, you know, when I, I turned 18, three years after that. So it had been like fucking, I don't know, five, six years. Yeah. I went to a friend's birthday party while I was on like my vacation time and she was there and she freaked out and she's like, oh my God, he ruined my life. And her best friend goes, that was like six years ago. <laughs> They're still and holding I, grudges from, like, little high school relationships. The funny thing was, I didn't even recognize her. Yeah. Like, somebody was like, dude, uh, shit's gonna get weird. I'm like, why? I was like, they're like, that's so-and-so. And I'm like, who? They're like, remember you dated her? I was like, when? Like, it, it because it happened so fast, there was, like, no time for me to, like, really, you know, form this, like, oh shit, she's still around and all this stuff because it was like, we lasted for two weeks. We got into this fucking weird shit and then she was gone. Yeah. I never saw her ever again. I have some people, I have some people on my live stream that are asking to see if you are live streaming on your Facebook page. I guess I can. I mean, he will hop on and start live streaming. David Holsether is on mine. He's my, my buddy from back in the States and he wants to, have you hop on hey, in and add him or accept him? He did request. just add me on Facebook, so so accept it and get on your live stream. Man, this guy's slow. I I'm sleepy. He's sleepy. He's sleepy. I guess it's like early in the states or something like that. Like that's believable. It, it's nine thirty in the states. <laughs> I just overslept. You know, time I woke up this morning, six. Hmm. My beautiful day started at six. I'm so tired. Do, 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 do. So, uh, as far as also like relationships goes, um, do you ever have like a what would you call it? Like, do you do do you do like a romantic like evening every once in a while? We. We used to. Now, I mean, with doing all that stuff, it was kind of like uh, when we first got together, we were dating and everything like that. We did go out quite often. It was like we would try to make it every other week or every week so that we could spend some time together and like hang out and stuff like that. And with that, we uh, we were running out of money because we would always go out. And uh, we would do either, like, a movie night and dinner or just go to dinner, stuff like that. Yeah. We've gotten complacent. And when I say we, I mean I have. Because I'm very much one of those people that would just be super cool just sitting at home and doing nothing. Like, I have no qualms with, like, hey, honey, you want to go anywhere? No. Okay. I'll play video games. She'll read a book. It don't fucking matter no more. Yeah. Um, But... You know, you look at things like um, throughout the years, 
we've gone and done some cool stuff. We've gone like, and most of ours just end up being like road trips. Yeah. Like day long road trips where we'll go like when we were in California, we just went up and down the coast. Yeah. And we went through a park called 17 mile drive. Really gorgeous. Um, stopped at a beach, stuff like that. Um, but as we've moved from location to location, there's not as much like fun stuff to do. I mean, in and my, not? the closest <laughs> big town was like two hours away. And then if you want to go see a good concert, you had to fucking drive to Minnesota. You're like, well, fuck, that's a nine-hour drive. So that didn't happen as often. In Ohio, um, I think the coolest date night that we ever had was something that she did for me. She actually bought me WWE uh, Monday Night Raw ringside seats for my birthday. Damn. And it was like 450 bucks. Like, she dropped down a lot of money to get me, like, the second row from the barricade. And that's a lot of money for something like, that's not even, like, real. Hey, it's <laughs> it's the men's version of soap operas. Yeah, that's we that's pretty it's... much like over dramatized. Like, well, now yeah, for, but I mean, for dates, are you are you like one of those people? Like, for me, I like my biggest pet peeve on a date is like is cell phones. Really, like I try really really hard not to pull out my phone, and like I'm not the kind of person that's gonna be like, hey, put your phone away, because then I feel like a parent, and that's not what a date is, you know. So, like, if it happens and they're just, like, sitting there on their phone, then I, I, like, I'll put my phone in my pocket or I'll turn it off or, like, I won't even bring it in, like, for me, like, well, you know, sometimes we'll, ha we'll get into, like, a, like, a conversation and, like, we'll, like, look something up real fast. But, like, right, other yeah. than that, like, if they're over there playing, like, Candy Crush or something on their phone, then I'm very, like, are you kidding me? Like. Well, okay. <laughs> well, when we first got together, smartphones weren't a thing. You know, we had flip phones and shit. So, so you played Worm? There was no. Yeah, we played we played Snake or we played fucking uh, Minesweeper, whatever random shit. Um, but during those uh, during those dates back, you know, nine years ago, there was no reason to have a cell phone out. And yeah. now, um, because we take less and less dates, we just go out for like we'll go out to eat by ourselves. It's not really a date, but we'll hang out and like if anything. The phone comes out and we're playing like a two-player game, waiting for our food. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you want to play? Want to play this game on my phone? It's kind of cool. And so we'll play. We'll play a game or we'll play back and forth, whatever. Well, well yeah, that's um, that's different. I mean, that's you're still like interacting, but I mean, as far yeah. as like, I mean, if you're like texting each other, that's kind of fucking weird. Like on a date, no, like, I've never asked each other like, "Hey, what are you doing?" The only time doing? I've ever. The only time I've ever had to text my wife when she was in the same area was when I had to ask for toilet paper. That's, I think that's the common thing that people do instead of scream across the room. I actually had to oh, yeah, I do that we all had the time. people over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or you could just be like super, like super blunt about it. You have like people over, you're doing like a barbecue and you just like open a swing, open the bathroom door and be like, Hey, Mary, toilet paper. Mary, toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's oh, that like man. South Park episode? Uh, ma, ma, bathroom. <laughs> He's like down in his basement. And she brings down yeah. like one of those uh, those bedside hospital toilet seat things. <laughs> so disgusting. Yeah, for me, like I hate, like, like I I think that like like electronic devices has become such a thing that like one of the I, I you know you see those like Facebook posts or whatever and they talk about how like. They're like I don't know what you'd call them, like motivational posters or whatever. Oh yeah, the ones. Well, I call like them the... demotivational posters. 
Yeah, or they're like the passive aggressive like posts that you share yeah. that like you really want to say but you don't say it on your actual Facebook. You just like post a post about it. Yeah. So, one of my favorite ones is like um like they like they invented Facebook to bring people closer together, but really all it's doing is like pushing people apart. You know, pushing you yeah. further away from like civilization. And like I'm a lot of people get like kind of irritated. Like, you know, I, I redid my Facebook. I took everyone off. Like I only have like not even 200 people on it now from like a thousand, like not even bragging. I would just literally add people, you know, and and it, so I just kind of like I almost never get on it. And people are like, hey, did you see that post on Facebook? And like I literally like made a whole new Facebook so I can like see the stuff that's like, quote unquote, like important. But I still never get on it anyways. Like, you know, I'll get on for like if I if I get like a notification, it's like, you know, maybe like seven times out of ten, I'll like go and check to see the notification, you know. But like other than that, I won't like just I don't just like bring up Facebook to like look at it, you know. Unless there's like yeah. a notification, why would I get on Facebook like to browse stuff? Like, if I want to contact I mean, someone, I... they're on my Facebook, so I'll go contact them, or they're on my phone, you know. Well, don't get me wrong. I go on Facebook to uh, look and see if there's something that's important or, like, friends of mine that, like, um, one of my friends, uh, closest friends since high school, um, he definitely, I'll give him a plug, congratulations to him and his wife. They just had their uh, baby last night. So I saw that I saw that information hit my Facebook page. Yeah. I mean... That's the easiest way to to get information out to everybody, um, and especially with what with like that big milestone that's going on. You can't yeah. really you can't really not say anything to everybody unless you want to sit there and call each individual person that would you think would give a damn. Yeah, yeah, I definitely find it irritating. Like. And so many people kind of get, like, irritated, like, hey, did you hear about this or did you see this on Facebook? And it's like, no. And people, like, it's like some people, though, they'll get, like, kind of judgmental, like, oh, you know? And it's just like, really? I feel like I'm cooler for not being on it. Like, I'm not trying to be hipster or anything, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, well, I'm more so, like, I'm more like, if I, you know, if I need a, unless it's just, like, something quick and I'm just, like, sending you a message, you of all right. people know, like, if there's something I want to say or, like, my mom or... You know, any of my other friends, if there's something that I legitimately, like, want to say, I'll FaceTime you or call you. Like, that yeah. interaction, you know, like, so. Well, so my morning routine uh, with my phone is definitely kind of weird because I'll turn off my alarm and then I'll look at my Snapchat, see if anything fun happened uh, with my friends overnight because I don't do anything fun. Um <laughs> I believe you. I'm not going to lie. I, I do nothing with my life. <laughs> Last night, I spent from, I think it was like <clears throat> 5 o'clock until 11.30 playing Forza Horizon 2. And I even didn't really race that much. All I did was go and find all the, like, some of the unlock shit so that you could finish an achievement. I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't, this is my fun time. I don't do shit. So I live vicariously through everybody else. Yeah, it's, and, uh, it's definitely that way having a kid, and I really try not to be that person that's like, I, I don't, don't even have... have a kid. I just have two dogs, man. Like, I don't do shit. Like, my my friends are always like, hey, you want to go hang out? And I'm like, nah, man, I got some shit to do. And then I'm playing video games for the rest of the night. <laughs> it's it's really weird because I call myself an introverted extrovert. Or no, an extroverted introvert. I get it, I get it backwards. 
Um, because when I'm at work, I'm very outgoing or when I do the podcast, I'm very outgoing and I try to talk and have a good time. But when I'm at home, I need to recharge after all that bullshit. Like, I'm like, Oh man, I did all this shit. I can't do it anymore. I gotta go. I just need to sit. And sometimes video games are the only thing. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody else. I don't even want to, I'll pet the dogs. I'll play video games, watch TV, something. And it's probably the, only thing that gets me through when I have a really stressful day at, at work. Yeah. See, that's one of those things for me too. Like I'm, I can be the same way for the most part. Like I can, like you said, work all day. And then by the time I get home, it's really just like download, you know? Yeah. And then, but there's also times where it's like, you know, I have a very, I don't know, like bubbly, but sometimes half serious like personality. So I always get like, Sometimes I can be, like, super overbearing, like, especially, like, in a relationship because it's kind of just like, okay, Chris, like, now's the time to chill, like, relax, bring it down a notch, you know. Sometimes yeah. it's hard for me to get on that, so I need, like, outlets, like, you know, trying to, like, either FaceTime people or, like, do the podcast or, you know, a vlog or trying to work on something else. So, right. you know, I need, like, another outlet to kind of, like, let that all out. I can definitely become a hermit. Oh, I mean, I don't even have to do anything to become there. I'm already there. All I have to do is really have somebody like, if Mary were to leave me, I'd just sit in a dark hole and probably rot away. <laughs> Honestly, it I sounds totally, depressing. I totally believe but, you. Like, just I mean, I totally believe you. That. Got, we well, you have to really think. Me, you and me met when me and Mary were uh, having to deal with the long distance stuff. Yeah. I drank more then than I ever have. And you didn't even really I mean, drink that much. No, because I was actually on the downswing because when I first got, when we first got separated, I was in Maryland and she was in California. So it was a three hour gap and it was just shit. So every time that every night almost I would go out and I'd fucking get hammered and yeah. I'd go back to work and I'd do the same fucking shit. And we would fight over, you know, how much money's leaving the account. Well, I wonder why. I'm fucking spending money on booze. She was spending money on books, her way to cope, you know, that she wanted to read, and I would rather get just shit-faced. And uh, when we, when I finally left Maryland and I came out to North Dakota, I didn't really know that many people, so I was just like, fuck it. I don't really need to drink. And when I started making friends, I'd be like, you know what? I, I still don't need to drink. I'll just hang out the friend, with my friends. And if I have a couple of beers, I have a couple of beers. Yeah. Because I definitely was trying to turn my shit around because I was fucking like a functioning alcoholic at the time. It was not really that great. Yeah. Um. So like now when people are like, hey, you want to go to the bar? I'm like, yeah, no. I mean, I can still go and have a good time. I'll drink like a drink or I won't drink at all, but yeah. I can still have fun. You watch the drunk people. Yeah. You really got to be in the mood for that though. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather watch people like at Mall of America and just sit there and watch all the dumb people walking by. I remember uh, I was there once with Mary, and all I did was count how many people had Uggs on. Like <laughs> the the number was fucking staggering. I'm, just... I'm, I'm honestly not surprised. Like I was just like, because I mean, shit. She was out there fucking four or five years ago, maybe six, and I'm like, 
uh, fuck, how many? I'm like, God, these Uggs are just fucking disgusting. I still don't get them. I don't, like I don't understand. It's like the modern day No, Crocs. fuck off. No, Crocs are oh my God, my an foot, important like Crocs. piece of footwear. No, they're okay, like the, look, they're like I'm the ugliest shoes, major. and like they're the ugliest shoes. And on top of that, like they give you like the worst like sunburn looking thing you can possibly get on your shoes, unless you get like the cover toed ones. Yeah, I'm not saying, dude. I'm not saying I'm gonna get the ones with the fucking holes in them. You like, I don't the, have like the straps? Props, you got like the ankle straps? Are you props. one of the ankles? You're like one of the ankle strap kind of guys. No, I'm. I'm not. A, I don't own claw. I I don't own the clogs, or I don't own any Crocs right now. But I want them so when I am a nurse, I can wear the most comfortable shoes in the world. When you get like They're Reeboks fucking... or something or Nikes. Uh, have you ever put your feet in fucking Crocs? Yeah, I've my my mom's They're got fucking me Crocs clouds. Before. They're you put your feet in clouds. Reeboks can't do that. Reeboks fucking they don't have Nikes. the greatest. They don't have the greatest like arch support. I don't. Do I fucking care about arch support? Did we talk about that? No, I talked about clouds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Doctor Scholz fucking... is where it's at. Okay. I guess maybe, but, um, so I never understood fucking, uh, Uggs at all. I've seen like at Payless and Famous Footwear, you can get the knockoff versions and I'm like, nope, still don't get them. And I just, I think we counted like well over a thousand people had Uggs on that day and it was like fucking July. And I'm like, who wears that shit? Does Mary have Uggs? When it's hot. No. You won't let her. She thinks they're <laughs> stupid too. I'm. I'm. That's when I knew it was true love. When we realized that <laughs> Uggs were just stupid. Uh, babe, do you do you like Uggs? <laughs> like, hey, honey, we're do done you like here. Uggs? No, <laughs> we're done <Awesome>. here. <laughs> right? Yeah. That was like I your mean, full confessional. Like on your first date, you're just like, "Hey, I'm gonna throw it all on the table. Do you like Uggs? <laughs> no, perfect." <laughs> Like okay, we can continue. You know my ideal is, like, my ideal shoe would be like, you know, like the the mouse pad that has like the little gel arch thing. Like if I could cut that out and like slide it into my shoe, I would you're step on that. Fucking retarded. <laughs> you're so you want? I need you like want a down pillow for my ergonomic, feet. You want the ergonomic portion of a mouse pad in your shoe? That sounds <laughs> exactly. so stupid. Yes, that is wow. exactly what I want. That is by far like the dumbest shoe idea ever no it would work it would sell I mean, it might i mean shit ugg sell it's like wearing a carpet around your fucking foot i don't get it i think that like, i i like the all the memory foam stuff that's like coming out like i have like memory foam like under armor slippers i'm actually wearing them here here here's the, the issue i'll show the one person watching it it's got like memory foam <laughs> and shit. like these things the are issue like, with like forms to your foot it's beautiful it's like real the clouds issue with memory foam though the uh, with memory foam the biggest issue is they don't like fat people. No it's one just, likes fat people. It's like, no, dude. I'm just kidding. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts my feelings a little bit. Hey, there's but, never been like a fat people movement. You know what I mean? There's never been like people standing at the White House and they're like, we need to do something about all these fat people. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's true. I'm sizest. That's fine. But, <laughs> uh, but memory foam is one of those things, man, it's just like, it'll remember that you're a heavy motherfucker and it'll it won't hold up anymore. <laughs> you'll get in and you'll be like rubbing the you automatically be rubbing the sole of the shoe like no you just putting your foot and it just feels like and then you're down the bottom you're like I thought there was memory foam this thing's hard <laughs> as fuck. Get some Dr. Scholl inserts them 440s from from Walmart and shit. 
where you sit <laughs> on the kiosk. Like, enter your weight. Enter the. I'm like, you don't need my weight to know that I'm a fat ass. <laughs> like, that's gonna be, that's gonna be one of the most disgusting. Footed. That's gonna be like one of the most disgusting things, right? Like, what, I we kiosk? the first time. Yeah, the first time I saw like a Dr. Scholl's kiosk, I was like, yeah, that is literally and... that is no, literally like the most disgusting that. public thing I've ever seen. Like, you might as well like. like open up the doors to all the bathrooms so people I can see inside. Christ. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've seen people, I mean, like, take off their socks or, like, they're wearing sandals and they yeah. want to sit on this Dr. Scholl's thing and I look down and they have, like, they have, like, fungus feet, you know? But nobody cleans that thing. Like, there's I've no, I've never like, seen anyone ever clean it. Ever. No. And it's disgusting. Like, regardless of where you live, I'm sure that your Dr. Scholl's, like, uh, kiosk to put on fucking uh, insoles is probably where... Ebola struck from. <laughs> That's like it is the Dr. Schultz kiosk is, is the, the mess. <laughs> disgusting piece of uh like mat in the world and you're just like I know what the colors are supposed to be on the floor, but this is like super fucking brown. It's like and it's and Why? they're like they're like glass covered and like weighted, so like if you walk by and you see it at like the perfect angle, all you see is just like all <laughs> these like nasty footprints, you know? Yeah. Well, like, okay. It's like when you so, mop and you, like, look over when the sun hits and you're like, oh, I missed a spot, you know? It's just nasty uh, footprints all over the place. I I use a Swiffer wet jet, so it's totally different. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, to become, like, I feel like, um, I don't want to, like, blame my mother, but, like, she's, like, gotten, she's not, she's not necessarily, like, a germaphobe, she just, like, you better hope she's not watching because she's going to be pissed she, off. It says there's no one on, so I'll talk about her. Um, <laughs> she's kind of keep going. We're telling your friends to join your video. We're still spreading the okay. Wow, thanks. See, um, I have friends watching. Thanks for watching, guys. I have four four viewers. <laughs> oh, right I popped now. on. I have two. So yeah. Anyways, my uh, <laughs> my mom became like a germaphobe. Not like become. She's always kind of been a germaphobe, but um. Like when I when I went when like when I'd go down to Vegas, I went through this phase. Like right when I went to Vegas, I would just like go downtown all the time. Like every weekend, anytime I could get the chance to go downtown, walk, see all the lights, you know, drink, you know, see all the shit. But there's like right. this thing in my head where like I started doing this thing. Like I just kind of like suddenly came to me. It was like the first time I was down there. I was walking around, opening up doors and stuff like that, touching handrails. When I go into the bathroom, I wash my hands before I take a piss. Now, well, someone touches something, and you got millions of people touching this escalator wall or your push-open door. You got, like, millions of people touching this stuff that no one's washing ever. And then you go into the bathroom, and, like, you touch yourself. Like, I mean, well, I've, yeah, I've I mean, almost never seen anyone. I told my buddy about it, and I was like, think about it. Think about all the shit that you touched today. Bars, hand railings, you know, all that shit. Doors. Think, think, of... think of all that, and then think about you touching your dick to go to the bathroom. Like... Wrap your mind around yeah. that, and he's like, "Oh my well, god, <laughs> how, how do I not have an STD?" Have Have you not seen like, uh, there's been like videos where they test, um, random shit like throughout a house, and you'll find stuff like there's fecal matter on your remote, and you're like, "Huh." Well, yeah, anytime gross. you anytime you fart, it releases like, I mean, if you could smell it, that's particles floating in the air. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you go, like, people don't always wash their hands, and if they do, there is it really, like, the right length of time and stuff like that? It's, you, you spread shit around, literally, you're spreading shit 
all over your your place and like go to different people's places and you're rubbing shit over their shit it's it's pretty gross why are we talking about shit on our <laughs> podcast while we're talking about relationships let's talk about fecal yeah um, all relationships so, oh, are fecal so matter. Is, uh, is, is that the connection? People are supposed to realize <laughs> that relationships are shit, and they should just not. <laughs> well, that's and why I'm all like, that's why I'm like dressed all fancy. I'm actually I'm going on a date after this with a pretty young lady. Oh, look at you! So, oh, dr- you're dressed up all fancy with memory yeah. foam flip flops on. No, that, well, I <laughs> I'm also wearing like Under Armour like sports pants that are black. They like look like dress pants. I don't know why. I wore that them, but the, they're comfortable. They're like my house pants, but it's kind of like they're like between the dogs in this house and like all the like fucking hair all over the place. Yeah, I need yeah. to like, I need to like wait to like the minute that I'm leaving and throw on my dress pants and like sprint downstairs. Well, I, I mean, I got dressed up for, for this cause I figured we were going to do a live stream. I could have been just sitting in my underwear, but Did nobody you? wants Let me to see, see that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see, see if I can find Michael Velos. I'm all dressed up in a light blue shirt. <laughs> Michael Velos. One of these days, I'm just gonna wear a suit and tie, like I'm in in an interview, and just you know be like, "Hello, everybody!" Blah blah blah. <laughs> and nobody's gonna fucking watch. <laughs> That'll be the day. Yeah. That'll be on yeah. like the Friday night that we record, and it's like Friday morning for everyone else. Yeah, I just oh, go through hiccups. my time to. I, I go through all the time and effort to get dressed up and shit like that. Like, for no reason, thinking it would be funny, and then no one would watch that day. Well, uh, I hope you tell me about that day so I can, like, pre-plan ahead of time and just kind of, like, subconsciously send mass posts to all your friends. Like, listen, Mike's going to get on. Just everyone hop on my live stream. Yeah. (laughs) No one watches. Everyone just hop on the mine. That's fine. So, um... Well, since I brought up the day, actually, we should. Uh, I didn't expect this to go like an hour long anyway, so I think that 38 minutes is a pretty quick time to wrap up. Uh, did you have a stupid news you wanted to talk about before we? I did. Out? Speaking of dressing up, uh, so there's this guy in Kentucky. It's not Florida. I always find the Florida people, but uh, in Kentucky, <laughs> my poor sister this guy, just moved down there. <laughs> this guy uh, goes to a job interview at, of all places, Chuck E. Cheese. And- and he goes, as he fills out the application, he's in the interview process, and he goes and tells the manager that he has a firearm and that he's going to rob the place. The manager then goes, wait, what? I I don't have access to the safe, so you should just leave. So the police are now searching for the robber, and they're saying... But he's got the all of his information. I mean, clearly he got a hold of well, the guy no. for the fucking... And here's the, here's the funny part is... The name hasn't been released yet. That's fine because, you know, the only people that really need it are the cops and the manager of Chuck E. Cheese, I guess. But, like, he has an address and a phone number for this motherfucker. Yeah, I, like, it was an open and closed case. I mean, that guy's yeah. going to be like, shit, like, but, he did call me. He did set up the thing. They got my phone number, you know. They have his phone number, but they don't necessarily – it could have been a burn phone. It, it doesn't have to be his actual name, you know. That's true. They don't know this stuff. All he had was an interview. I mean, shit. How many interviews have you had where it was just really just the, hey, can you fill out this piece of paper? We're giving you the job. Uh, yeah, I've definitely had that a few times. You know, knowing someone on the inside or, you know. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, it could have been like somebody hooked him up with the job. I mean, I don't think that there's like a huge like calling for Chuck E. Cheese employees. 
I'm not trying to. <laughs> you never know. I mean, it's a tough job. You got to deal mean, with like kids and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Like, it's like there's not a lot of Chuck E. Cheese left, at least in my area. Yeah, I haven't like, seen a Chuck E. Cheese in for like ever long. I don't think there was even one. The last Chuck E. Cheese I ever saw was in fucking California. So I don't know how many Chuck E. Cheese are out there. So I mean. I wonder how many people actually are searching for a job and say, you know what? I want to work at Chuck E. Cheese. My poor kid, if we're ever near Chuck E. Cheese, my poor kid is never going to, like, ever see the light and day to ever go to a Chuck E. Cheese. I would never take him. And I'm not saying that to be no. like a new parent. It's just like a creepy fucking mouse and the animatronic, you know. The animatronic band? Yeah. They're fucking oh creepy. God. Have you played it Five Nights You know Five what it reminds me of? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. It reminds me so much of Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, after Fucking... I played that, I was like, I'm never going to Chuck E. Cheese ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not at night. No. <laughs> They're going to come to life and eat you. Yeah. Oh, man, that's, that is some really stupid news. Honestly, I couldn't imagine. Like, I mean, they've seen – how many people saw his face? Like, I mean, it was – I'm assuming it was an interview. I'm sure they had like... it on fucking video camera. Yeah. Oh, man. Some people – at least it's not as bad as, it's like, ridiculous. leaving a trail of, like, pasta. Breadcrumbs or yeah. pasta. Or a, yeah, the, I mean, a painted I shoe print all the way to the dude's front door that, like, robbed the place literally oh, right great. around his house. <laughs> oh, my God. See, right, and, and these are our people that make us uh, make it known that we should probably not uh, let them reproduce. <laughs> yeah, there, there should be, like, a law. Like, if you do something really, really dumb, like, get, a, get your tube tied. Like, that's part of the process. Like... We'll lower your sentence, but we have to cut out all reproductive organs. Um, enough make to, like, them eunuchs? Yeah. <laughs> make them eunuchs. Jesus. Yeah. Hey, it's better than but, getting, uh, what's it called, uh, the needle through the eye? The death penalty? Oh, no. Jesus. What's the one where they... A lobotomy? Lobotomy, yeah. That doesn't really go through the eye. It goes. They just take out a piece of the skull. Oh. What do I know? You're the nurse. I'm not even a nurse yet, but thanks for the vote of confidence. <laughs> All right, man. That's a wrap. I hope you have a good one, and wish me luck on my super sweet date. Enjoy your date, and it's been another fun week, so um, watch, listen, uh, tweet, like, subscribe, comment, share to your friends. Uh, we do this every week, uh, the live stream. We're going to try to do that a little more often. So uh, thanks for listening, and have a good week. Later.